What's up, guys? I'm Tanner, and welcome to episode 007 of Preferences and References. I'm Tanner Chaney, along with Jay Winkler. Hello. And Andrew Abernathy. Bond. Take it away. James Bond. So the way this works, every time we record a podcast, one of us will come to the table with questions, and we will dish them out for the others to discuss. This podcast is my turn to answer or to ask questions. So we will start off with this question, the only one that I have pre-prepared. <laughs> So, I'm going to preface this with a little something. Preface. Preface. Yes. Preface. So, obviously we're like in a golden age of superhero movies. Yes, we are. Yes. So, the question is, when will this golden age end, if ever? It's really funny because on the episode of Game Over Greggy Show I just watched, they talk about sort of this. And that was actually part of it. I can change it. Um, soon, I think. You, you really you think it's soon? Next, I don't think Marvel's plan will be able to. What are they plan through twenty twenty five or something stupid? So, something like that. I don't think they'll be able to pull it off. I think it'll be like twenty in the year twenty five twenty. Uh, I think it'll be like twenty nineteen twenty twenty when people just get so burnt out on superheroes. I don't. I like to think that it's going to keep going until they run out of like really good superheroes to use I mean like because up until no, it's definitely not going to die down until the Justice League movie comes out oh no the hype's going to build for that until it happens isn't it 2016 it's something like that I mean they've got Spider-Man movies slated until yeah. 2018 or something but, and Slater's going to slate after after the Justice League movie if they decide to do you know pick out some individual Justice League members and make movies I think that could hold some appeal for a while at least into the 2020s and by that time, I think they've just about run out of every good superhero. IMDb says 2017 for JLA. So we're both saying that, as in both as in you guys, are saying that it will end. Oh, for sure. Ah. It's a, I it's guess a, it'll end, but I don't think it'll end as soon as he thinks it'll end. I think it'll last a Give while. me a year. The Okay, what are we defining as end? Because it's going to be... And a curve, right? It's not yeah, going to be. I mean, so it's, it's, it's going to reach like a precipice if it hasn't already. See, this is what I think will happen. Like, whenever, probably, I mean, they'll probably make two Justice League movies. That's a fair yeah. assumption. Justice League of the World. Yeah. So. It's after America. Once. Justice League of Canada. Once DC's done, once Marvel's done, they'll mm-hmm. be. Disarvel. Yeah. <laughs> they blend together. A blank spot for. A few years. Spawn will come back. That'd you remember nice. Spawn? That'd be nice. That was a show on HBO. They could redo it well. Anyway. Sorry. <laughs> but that was I, a truly comic book joke. You see, if you, to give you a year. Make a Fables TV show. Fables because whatever awesome. your year is, I'm holding you to it. Okay. Uh, but that's what I'm asking. What is the end? Like, if it, if it, like, this generation. Like, say Justice League 2 is the last movie they make. Then so you're saying when will they stop making superhero movies? No, that's a completely will, different question. When will this golden age end? Like the public opinion won't be as super high as it is exactly. Right now. So people will be tired of superhero yeah, movies. Yes. So I'm already there almost. I'm not. I'm not. I'm near. burnt I'm like, out yeah, I'm on close. the like Marvel makes every movie the same. But I like from what them I've all. seen, it's just so like <laughs> and one they make watching. lots of money. Yes. Oh, they make tons of money. Good for them. I yeah, mean, I'm not I saying that. I don't know that. if it'll ever not be profitable. Like well, it'll be I profitable. Mean, it just depends on the margins. Movie. Uh, was Green Lantern profitable? The yes, Ryan Reynolds it one? probably was profitable. It probably profitable. made a lot of money. Just um, people, it's like Star Wars episode. I wouldn't saw it in it's just, yeah. I do. I would rather DC win than Marvel, though. DC's way better. Um, that's debatable. Yeah, that's we actually can debate that. that, that All right. Oh, that was one of my questions. That's cool. Uh, I can. I've got a bunch. So my thing is that it's been the same movie for the past two years, right? The best Marvel movie was The Avengers. I watched Captain America 1. It was okay. I didn't watch Captain America 2 because I'm just not attached to Captain America. Yeah. I didn't watch either of the Thors because Thor's just Thor. You call me. Thor's going <laughs> to Thor. Uh, like, I don't know. I just feel like it's the same movie. Right? DC's best movie is The Dark Knight. They're never going to top it. No. Neither Marvel nor DC are going to top The Dark any, Knight. I don't think anybody's going to top it. I think Iron Man was pretty good. Iron Man was very good. Uh, I've actually watched the whole trilogy finally. Yeah. Um, it's pretty good, but I think that people are going to get so tired of Marvel's 
Oh, here's this hero. Here's his freaking origin story. Because that's the worst part. We can all agree. Yeah. Of superheroes. You, you have to watch the origin first. story twice. Like Spider-Man yeah. in the same decade, they've talked about the origin yeah. story two times. We got him. We see or we get to see him get bit twice. Um, get bit. That's a Walking Dead shirt. Uh, but I think that it's twenty. Let's do very. Uh, let's do twenty twenty. I think is the the ear the uh, end of the era. When are we saying the era started? Like 2000 with like the X-Men movie? Probably, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, so from like 2000, you have the X-Men trilogy and the Spider-Man trilogy. Yeah. But that's it, right? Well, yeah, Batman Begins somewhere in there. Batman Begins was Batman 2005. Five, yeah. Uh, that's when it really kicked off. When was X3? X3 was and with Iron Man. 2007. Oh, really? Was it that late? Yeah. Two, X2 was 04, I'm pretty sure. I think it was 06 or 07. That sounds right, actually. X2 so was, was awesome. So was Spider-Man. Spider-Man 3 was 07. So that, the worst Spider-Man? Yeah. Unfortunately. <laughs> I, I want to give it like 2030. That's what I'm saying. Jesus. I'm on 2030, too. Yeah. How long has the zombie also. thing been going? I mean, zombies are burning out, right? People are getting burned out zombies. I wouldn't say they are. I'd say that it is at its height. Right no. It no, was it was not. at its height a couple years ago. Yeah. I mean, The Walking Dead, as far as popularity goes, is that it's hot. Yeah. But that's just because it's so easy to binge watch. The yeah. If Walking Dead is still super, super popular by the time that, like, The Last of Us 2 comes out, I would call that the peak. No. No. Your peak was a couple years ago. With like what? Walking Dead Season 2. Yep. There was the uh, the Dawn of the Dead remake. Left 4 Dead. There was Left 4 Dead 2. There was... Oh, that's uh, a good point. There's a lot of other... Uh, what was the... Uh, shoot. There was another remake. What was 28 Days? Oh, uh, 28 Days Later. Yeah. yeah. Or wait. By no, then it would have been 28 weeks later. It's, yeah. Or 28 months later. I can't remember which I one it is. I can't remember what it's called. <laughs> oh, and then there was that... Uh, what's the infection movie that we watched together? Oh, wait. That was World War Z. <laughs> I'm yeah. dumb. That's a good... It's on Netflix. I like World War Z. I love the ending of World War Z. World War Z was good. I was it, actually it impressed good. with it. <laughs> <laughs> I hope. can do the best World War Z zombie. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, but I think zombies are already falling out. It all just depends on what you call the it's end. It's like vampires had their thing there for a little bit. Yeah, it wasn't just Twilight either. I mean, yeah. they had other things. There was. Well, I, guess, uh, I guess that my thing is that like Walking Dead and The Last of Us are probably the two two of the highest quality iterations of zombies. I think your golden age of superheroes depends on if they can reinvent the form a little bit. Because I love comics. Yeah. The older I get, the more I read comics, which is yeah, not normal. But, like, I love Batman. I'm getting into fables, which is really, which is a really cool concept. Uh, and so, like, there's definitely great story there. It's just, Marvel seems to have such a formula now. And DC, I, I didn't see Man of Steel. I heard it was okay. But I, like I liked it. it but but I, I'm not the biggest action movie person either. Right, yeah. So I'm not it, really who they're marketing to. Like, yeah. The Dark Knight trilogy was my jam, yeah. but that's just because I love Batman and I love like Keaton Batman. But that's my take on the whole thing. I I think it's kind of hindering it that they're all tied together in the universe. Lip loving angel, <laughs> like <laughs> hinder reference. <laughs> like, like having Captain America and Iron Man and all these tied into one universe. Mm-hmm. I think it makes it it puts more pressure on the studio to just get the movies out. I liked that the. the the original Spider-Man trilogy was so standalone. Mm-hmm. I think that helped them. Stan Lee alone. At least until they... <laughs> and I think they kind of caught up in that oh my God. once Spider-Man 3 rolled around that they're you know, like fitting all the villains, you know, mm-hmm. just trying to make it super big. And it just See, that was count. one thing that... But here's the thing about that. Sorry. It ended. It did. It did. It seems like they're going to make offshoots of everything yeah. now. Like, I love Jason Momoa's Aquaman. If you get The Rock as Green Lantern, though... I'm, I'm done. And they team up, yeah. it's over. <laughs> like, no one can win. Superman will die. Batman will just, like, go live in a cave. Those two will take over the entire DC Universe. Online. <laughs> Sorry. Good question. So. Okay, not counting Jason Momoa. Right. And The Rock. Yeah. So who wins right now, DC or Marvel? As DC. far as character go, like, are we talking film wise or just yes. comics? Films, Marvel. 
Oh, uh, films from profitability standpoint, def- standpoint definitely yeah, Marvel. Like the entire body. DC of makes better movies though. DC makes better characters. DC has better lore. DC too. made the Dark Knight trilogy, which is better than every other Marvel movie combined. Um, not the whole trilogy. Yeah, I, like Dark Knight it, is. Yeah. Dark Knight is. And, and you can make the argument that Dark Knight Rises is. And yeah. I really like Batman Begins. Could but you it's make not, the argument? I wouldn't tell it quite as good as. Let's no, but I mean that Iron that trilogy. Yeah, Iron Man's really good. That trilogy is going to be better than. Are they going to make Avengers two? Yeah, they're going to make up to like the Avengers three right now. See, they're they're way too pre-planned. I think they're not gonna they're not they're gonna be producing something and then a movie's gonna bomb eventually. It's gonna happen. I, I think before that you collapse. have like Robert Downey Jr. like I don't want to be Iron Man anymore. So, sort of like oh, what yeah. Hugh Jackman's doing right now. Yeah, like he's almost done being Wolverine. Yeah, but then they're I just like, imagine. we'll pay you a lot, and they'll be like. All right, <laughs> I don't want to do Broadway. <laughs> I love the SNL skit. Have you ever seen that? Yeah, it's, it's called Two Sides, and it's it's Andy Samberg and it's Hugh Jackman, and you know how he did like Les Misérables, and then he did yeah. Wolverine, and he's talking about how he can be very sensitive, very strong. He's like Two Sides, and he just has other people like that. It's a great skit. The thing about it like that too, I think Hugh Jackman's just tired of like. Eating six thousand calories. Yeah, a yeah day. no kidding. Can you blame him? <laughs> he gets ripped. ripped for that for that role. But yeah, so we we never. I don't think we ever got an answer. Uh, Marvel DC. It, Marvel's entire body of work, film wise, is better. Marvel makes more movies. That's a lot of. But, but you Marvel have batting mm-hmm. like name a well. What's a what's the worst movie Marvel's put out? Probably the first Thor. I can't speak yeah. to it because I haven't seen that many more. Because I'm just not. See, DC is way more interesting. Marvel just seems like the same sort of two characters. You've got, like, your snarky, you've got, you know, your snarky antagonist, and then you've got, like, your just sort of bland antagonist. Or protagonist, excuse me. What? I think DC has way better villains, too. For the most Just because part. Batman has way better See, villains I than think, anybody else. like, Thor and Captain America are pretty much the same characters. Yeah, they are. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, if you really think about it. Yeah. Well, just one can time travel and one's from Asgard. Yeah, one's a god and the other one's pretty much a, a time traveler. Like, a Hercules. A, super, a Superman. Yeah. A Superman. <laughs> and then you got, was Iron Man, you know, Robert, Robert Downey Jr. by nature is a snarky character. Yeah. Right. Or a starky character. Heyo! <laughs> but. <laughs> well, see, I like to think that, like, Captain America and. Superman are effectively the same character. No, uh, yeah, mm. they are. But they're they're designed to be the all American, you know, purely heroic. And an American hero. pattern. Like that's their purpose. That's the, what they serve to be. Yeah, but I mean, DC has definitely shown that they're accepting of Batman being the big guy over yeah. Superman. Because I'm sure Batman makes makes way more money. I think we've it talked does. about this before. It like, it's got to be more profitable than Superman. Because Superman's golden era was probably. Like <laughs> going back to Eric Griffin, yeah, yeah. the handicapped Superman era. No, like the Christopher Reeve. Well, Superman two is what everybody says the best Superman movie. Yeah, is that like seventy nine or something? So I mean, it's like been that. forever since Superman has been highly marketable. I mean the the Superman Returns movie with the spacey as Lex Luthor wasn't was a flop. I mean people like Smallville, but that was the people who already read Superman comics. So. Yeah. He's not really nearly yeah. as marketable, and Batman has sort of been consistent. I if you don't count Clooney. I mean, I mean <laughs> no, you didn't like Clooney. Just, nah, just throw out Joel Schumacher. Like, yeah, Joel Schumacher boxed and his it. bat nips. Yeah, and the bat butt. Yeah, the, the bat the, the everything. Stupid little turn of like the cut where it like shows them in their butts. That was retarded. Yeah. That was stupid. Can we talk about the? I like looking at George Clooney's butts. Can we talk about the whole Alicia Silverstone motorcycle racing scene in that movie? Why was it there? Because <laughs> it was all. <laughs> it was dumb as all get out. We're done on that one. Yeah. Sure. Alright, so this is episode 007, which works out perfectly because I'm the biggest James Bond fan in this room. You are. Far and away. I spent the whole summer, that was a great movie, I spent the whole summer watching every James Bond movie. So I remember that. Yeah, that was a fun summer. Anyway, I think Tanner would probably be better to address this question too. Yeah. Who's the best Bond? Oh, well, mm. I could maybe contribute to this one. Okay. Really. I need to see Skyfall. Oh, Skyfall is awesome. Yeah, I do need to see Skyfall. Skyfall is the best of the Daniel Craig. James yeah. Bond I like movies. Daniel Craig. That's what I'm Daniel Craig makes a great James Bond. Yeah. I mean, he makes a great modern James Bond. Yeah. The worst Bond, 
because we're going to start where, I mean, is the guy that no one can remember his name. There's Roger Moore, Sean Connery, Pierce Brosnan, Daniel Craig. Who's the guy in the middle? I can't remember. What the heck is his name? I'm looking it up. That's why I... Are there two... There may be two guys in the middle, and they were just like in two movies. I bounce around because, I mean, I haven't... Obviously, I haven't haven't seen all of the James Bond movies, but... Based oh, on what I have seen, Daniel Craig is the, a really good like. Like if you're counting modern James Bonds as Pierce no, Brosnan and Daniel Craig, Daniel Craig beats Pierce Brosnan. Yeah. Oh I yeah. I think Pierce Brosnan looks more like he looks atypical. Yeah, he's Bond. A Bond he looks looking. yeah. But I like Daniel Craig as same goes for Sean Connery. Is Timothy like, Dalton. They're like the Scottish. Yeah. All these people. James Bond. Him. And, but Craig always comes across as more serious. Like I like to have a little. Like I like Sean Connery's like a little bit of you know banter. Yeah, I like Bond banter. Mm-hmm. I like banter in just about anything. Yeah. Okay, so you've got Connery. There are two guys that we never thought about. George Lazenby was Bond in one film. Yeah. So it's, we don't oh, count on him. Yeah, it's not that good. One. That's the weird title that no yeah. one can remember. Uh, and then my bolt would either be Roger Moore or Sean Connery, but that's where I'm at. Uh, Timothy Dalton was in two, so for I mean, for all intents and purposes, they don't really count. I mean, Connery's your OG. Yeah, he was James Bond. James Bond, sort of like people would say Adam West is the best Batman. Like, yeah, my, that's what my dad says. That, I mean, he was the one who created the character. Yeah. I really like Roger Moore. Roger Moore would be my pick. He's super classy. Like I just know, I just like Roger Moore. I always have. Plus, like body of work wise. Oh yeah, he's in the best movies probably. Yeah. Moonraker's probably my favorite movie, even though it's not the best Bond movie. I just like the concept of it. I really like the Man with the Golden Gun. I just think that's a cool the Man with the Golden Gun's really good concept. Um, Goldfinger's awesome though. <laughs> let's see. Skyfall's Daniel Craig's best one. Six. Golden Eyes, Pierce Brosnan's. Of the two that Timothy Dalton did, I don't even care about either of those. No. Moonraker, to me, Octopus is good. The Man with the Golden Gun is good. Goldfinger from Russia with Love for Sean Connery. Diamonds Are Forever is pretty good, too. Diamonds Are Forever! <laughs> so there's your Bond recap. Yeah, I... Uh... Since you said Roger Moore, I'll I'll play Devil's Advocate and go Sean Connery. Yeah, I went Sean Connery. I'll go Daniel's... Or Daniel Brosnan. Who... George Lazenby? Was that what you were trying to say? <laughs> no, he was going to say Daniel Day-Lewis. No, I was... That would make an awesome I bond. was trying to say Devil's Advocate. Ah. Uh, and I was thinking Daniel Craig and Devil's Advocate at the same time. Daniel Kravikit. <laughs> Lenny Kravitz, what's up? Where we at, Tom? We are about 20 minutes. Okay. So, next question. This is going to be a kind of weird question, but I actually thought about this the other day when I was driving. What? Okay, well, let me back up. So he's a big fine Andrew when you back that question up. No, <laughs> that's not where I was going with that. Sorta. <laughs> what? So I was thinking the other day, like when I'm driving, I like to go back and forth between whether I'm listening to what's on the radio mm-hmm. or if I have my phone or iPod or hook, hooked up to the aux cord, right? Or CD. Will that? Like, will radio eventually, like, not be in cars? Or a format anymore? I think you'll see... Oh, go ahead, Jay. Sorry. My initial reaction is I think maybe FM radio will die. I don't think... XM is super popular. And I don't think it's... I don't think it's as outdated, you know, seeming as something like FM. I don't know if I count that as radio, though. You don't? Well, it's... XM's radio in the same way that Pandora's radio. No, I would I wouldn't go that far. I mean, you XM's still have, you still have your DJs, you still have you know classic. They're, they're picking the songs, and it's not randomized. You have the set list that the radio sets. But the way in which it's by. transmitted isn't classic radio, right? Like it's satellite radio, yeah. so it's not beamed to your antenna. That's a good point. It's radio just because it's in the same format as far right. as how you listen to it. It's radio because of the the way it's laid out. Yeah. Well, I think that you can make the argument that it's like, like FM is to satellite radio that like regular TV is to like Netflix. That like, like that's what I'm trying to get at. Yeah, that's yeah. I think like it's streaming versus right. Yeah, like, like is and plus there's no ads, which is a big part of exactly. radio. Is one format eventually going to kill the other? Yes, I do think that. 
See, I think sort of what you're saying, but a different level. See, my theory was AM radio will die. Yeah. FM, because it's a clear channel, will become what AM was. So it'll be where you listen to your local sports, your, you know, holy crap, there's a tornado, I need to turn on the radio. Because that's what I do when there's a tornado. <laughs> oh, yeah. Not go, woohoo, and just start running around. Uh, uh, but I think that I mean I think it's like everything else it's such we're in such a culture now that's just instantaneous that yeah. people are getting so tired of listening to five minutes of ads to wait for a song and never before have we had other than CD and that's very limited now you've got Pandora and you've got Spotify or Beats Music or whatever you use on your phone plus your actual catalog of music and it's so instantaneous, and there's 30 second ads instead of five minute ads. And I think, I think FM is just falling. Yeah. Uh, so what I'm trying to get at is my next question, and this question might like make Tanner die a little bit on the inside. No. In the sense that, like, my dad, for example, has no clue how to work some technology. Right. Like, he can't. I mean, like, he'll it'll be his phone and he won't be yeah. able to figure it out. It's either. a generational thing. It just doesn't For register. Sure. That's the idea. So, well, our generation, you know, when something comes out, like, we got to have it so we can mm-hmm. update ourselves in the sense that we know how to use whatever is the newest thing. Right. Will there ever come a point in our lifetime when we don't, I guess, conform to the newest piece of technology? I hope not. So you're saying... Will we ever be... Will we ever get to the point where, like, I don't know how to use that? Oh, yeah. There will be something. Really? Yeah, absolutely. It's, I mean, if you ask someone, like, say there was such thing as podcasts when your dad was 18, 19 years old. And that, uh, I'm assuming, if I can roll off, most most of your knowledge about new things in that era is, like, cars. Or mechanical things, right? Just Because that was the breaking technology then. Maybe like TVs or, or, you know, something along those lines. It's hard to imagine a future where you don't know everything that's happening. But I think there's an age where it depends on the type of person, too. Like you, Andrews, who I just pointed at, will not conform the quickest, I think. Yeah, it takes but, me forever to figure out. Because you're very, well, you're very, like, okay with the thing you have now. Yeah. I will be the last to die out because it will bother me not to be up to date. Yeah. That's, yeah. But I think there will be a point in time where I'm just like, screw it. I just want to, you know, stick with what I've got. I just think, I don't know what that is, of course, yeah. but, you know, it could be the new uh, VR room for your home that you can eat meat out of. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know where technology's going. Yeah. Well, I like to think that, like, based on some of the advancing, advancements we've seen in our lifetimes, like something like touch screens have, like, emerged in our lifetime. Right. And it wasn't hard for us as you know teenagers to really adapt to that like that wasn't hard and i doubt i, I like i don't think that there's going to be anything that's going to come out at least not any, anytime soon that's such a leap ahead of what we already have that we won't be able to at least just figure out how to use it and i think that because it's built it's not we're building slowly so mm-hmm. we're going to learn like the each incremental step Right. Like, I don't think there's anything that's just going to come out that's leaps and bounds ahead of anything that we're seeing right now. But that's what people said before smart ferns. Smart smart ferns. (laughs) Smart ferns. (laughs) More more than smart ferns. grow on their own. Yeah. And, like, there's... That's the hardest part about this question is we don't know. Like, we don't know, you know, something as monumental as the internet. I mean, you could argue, and a lot of people do that are, you know more tech technologically advanced than I am, uh, that the cloud is the biggest advancement since the internet. I know it's a, an offshoot of the cloud, or, or offshoot of the internet, but that cloud processing and things that you can do not on your computer is such a huge advantage. And they say in 15, 20 years, that's going to be everywhere, and you're not even going to notice it. Mm-hmm. Like, the ability that we have now to... Like, there's... This is just a, an easy example. Like, there's the Evernote app... That you can, you know, write down, oh, I got to remember to watch a movie at 10 o'clock tonight. And then you can put that on the cloud and then it'll remind you on your computer, but you put it down on your phone. Like that is simple, but it'll be stuff like that. And we're just like, what? What's happening? See, what I'm trying to, going back, like, for 
50 years, TVs didn't change that much. And then, like, I guess a little bit after our generation, probably in, like, early 2000s, like, every year, like, you had VCRs and you went to DVDs and you went to Blu-ray or you went from uh, a big TV in a box to a widescreen TV in a box to a flat-screen TV in a box or flat-screen TV into 3D TVs and everything else, like, over a couple of years, if that. So that was, like, in our prime as far as, like, being teenagers and being able to adapt to n- new technology. And I think that by itself, I mean, for not speaking of me, because I'm terrible at becoming up-to-date on technology or whatever it may be, but I think as far as a generation that we will strive to be up to date on whatever is new yeah. just because of how we were when we were teenagers. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, I mean, I could see that. Like, there, there's a possibility too, though, that, that we will just be that way with phones or computers. And there's, you know, product uh, product yeah. X that comes out and then we're just like, ah, we don't care about that. And then that and becomes... It like explodes. Yeah, it becomes inundated in young culture and we're just yeah. like, eh, we don't need it. See, I was... I, the reason I thought this question, I was seeing Hardee's the other morning. <laughs> And there's this kid walks in and puts an iPad on the table and was playing a game on it. And he got off the game and started doing other stuff and just, like, flying through it. Mm-hmm. And Tanner can attest to this. Like, when I pick up his iPad, I have no idea what's going on. Right. And this kid, maybe five or six years old, is brilliant with it. Right. So I'm curious how they're going to adapt to yeah. change technology. Yeah, generational differences are fun to watch. Uh I mean, we we were the first real generation with computers that grew up. Yeah, we had computers in every household. I mean, computers have been around since the fifties, but and they were daily. And you know, check your email or yeah, check it was just part check of your, your life. Yeah, <laughs> MSN Messenger or me. It was playing freaking before WoW. There was like Unreal Tournament and just all these obscure PC games. But uh, I mean, we know we are now so good with computers, and that's changed everything. I mean, it's changed. College classrooms have changed tremendously because of the tech Let's bubble. be realistic, though. <laughs> online classes are a bunch of BS. No, that, no, yeah, they I are. I learn crap <laughs> taking an online class. They are, but what I'm saying is, like, there's Blackboard now. Yeah. And it's actually probably harder to be a student with computers. I know all the old people are like, oh, those kids, they've got the computers and everything's so easy for them now. But you can't BS your way out of much in, 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 with a computer because there's, like, it was supposed to be up by 11.59. Why was it not up? It's not like, oh, I got trapped in by snow. Yeah. The internet doesn't get trapped. Like, So, I, th- I mean, it's changed it's everything. My internet. <laughs> and kids are so cool because they can learn stuff so quickly. Like, there's the theory that you should teach younger kids harder things and simplify it. And then, like, the younger they are, the more they're going to take to whatever it is. I mean, that's how we learn a language. It's that's why it's harder to learn a language at thirty than it was at three. So I, I it's just it's just a really interesting thing to, for generational gaps to me. That's kind of off topic, but any comments? Today? Well, oh here we go. No, not really. Oh no, you <laughs> sat up like you were going to say something. Yeah, I know. What were you going to say? I really, I, I agree with what he said. He's like, I, I like the point that it's, it is more difficult to, you know, assimilate yourself into a culture. The older you are, like taking Spanish classes, I don't remember anything about no. Spanish. No, no, I don't either. We took Pequeño. We, we took two years worth of Spanish small. in one year, and I don't remember anything. Yeah, which is sad, yeah, but kind of oh, it totally is sad for sure. Don't care, but it's odd that I can remember. You know, there's other things that I do process well and remember, like a lot of math things. Like, I can remember math things way better than I can remember, like, language things. Yeah, that'll go away when you stop having math classes. <laughs> well, let's get into that. All right. As far as subject matter and Tanner talking about online classes and stuff, what... Okay, so, you know, like, with changing durations, you... Like, there's computer science as a major now. Yeah. What... This is uh, this complete BS prediction. What will be, like... The next big college major. <laughs> we all just went silent. Uh, one side note: if we all talk louder, I think it makes the echo less for some reason because it's quiet. Echo. So you're, 
it's not like <laughs> it's not wall bouncing or anything but uh the echo because we're talking so quietly it's trying to pick up more sound around it i think maybe and so as you know as the show goes on we get talking quieter and quieter but we so, don't know because we didn't grow up around this yeah concept. i don't know what's going <laughs> we're not audio engineers at all but that's just my guess because it doesn't seem that echoey when we're talking really loudly. So, sorry for that side note. I know it's kind of random. Man. And I know there's a lot of obscure majors out there oh, yeah. already. Shout out to my major. <laughs> Not that obscure. No, when you have to explain it to 90% of people, it's obscure. I think my, most people think I work at a radio station. <laughs> hey, I'm Andrew Labernathy here with 96.9. Jack in the box, get back in that box. I think that <laughs> I like my radio. No, I'm kind of surprised. Oh. Is there not? A, is there a major right now that's like computer apps? Not specifically. Software engineering is pretty close. I'm, I mean, I'm on. I'm. I would not be surprised if there, at some point, if you it, do nothing but learn about apps, like a Microsoft Office major. Or maybe a minor. No, you, I mean, there's that. There's like the soft... I'm not sure what the exact name for it, but yeah. it's it's basically a software engineer where all you do is work on software. Yeah. And that's apps now. I mean, that's just learning a different system. Yeah. Um, but I mean, like, that's such a widespread format that I'm surprised that it hasn't happened yet. Right. There's not just apps yeah. as your major. Oh, what are you majoring in? App engineering. See, like, what I'm getting at. <laughs> Hopefully an app engineer wouldn't sound that dumb, by the way. App yeah. engineering. <laughs> I'm gonna make Twitter. Twitter's already a thing, Bobby. I'm gonna make it again. <laughs> no, but like Twit better. So I'm a communication studies major, Twitter's so it's pretty broad as far as marketing, advertising, public relations, all that crap goes. Is it as broad as it is long? <laughs> no web, it's not. But oh baby, there's an offshoot of that that's starting to develop in a bunch of schools in social media marketing. Yeah. Right. So that's what I'm trying to get at. Is like, is there something? that's next like think about stuff that you use like on a daily basis whether it be twitter facebook games whatever i think uh a cloud engineering is going to be big yeah i mean i know we already talked about the cloud just a minute ago but that's going to be huge because people are going to be so lost like people who know how to make things just for hardware it's going to be a completely different ball game having to do it somewhere else and the latency issues and all that like engineering, they have engineers are having to relearn everything they know just to work on the cloud. See, that's, so. uh, that's what I'm kind of thinking about. Like, rather than creating a whole new major altogether, I think it's going to specify. Right, you're going to branch out. Yeah. Uh, another one I think actually is going to be a video game programmer. I think that's actually a growing market. It is by and large a growing market, yeah, and I, I think, think more people is. will start to respect it. You know, it's kind of looked down upon, and it won't happen in the next 10 or 15 years because there's people still in Congress that's like, video games are making our kids violent. But once people who grew up with video games, like even Mario or anything, once they're the oldest people ranking in Congress, yeah, then that'll go away and people will start taking it seriously. And then it'll become like an art form, just like, you know, producer or... Which it's, that's, it's in its early stages of that now. Right, that's yeah. what I'm saying. I think, I, think, to hit that. I think more colleges will take video games seriously. Yeah. It's all going to move toward tech, though. Tech is, I mean, it's going to be hard. You're going to be hard-pressed to find in maybe 30 years to find a job that is just blue-collar. Yeah. And maybe not blue-collar, yeah. but, I mean, somebody's got to maintain the yeah. robots. There's, there's yeah. a lot. But, somebody's got to fix your car. Yeah, but there's, I maybe mean, maybe a robot could do it. You know what I mean? There's yeah. there's going to be, there's so, technology is so advanced. That, oh, that's a good point. I think, like, AI development, something yeah. like that, that could turn Somebody's got to be, fix your robots, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> that could turn out to be, like, the big, like, AI development and maintenance could turn out to be a big field. We work for Skynet. Yeah. No. Oh. <laughs> that's a good, that's a good reference. So, a little housekeeping note before we go into this. Uh, we actually filmed, what was it? Episode eight. Uh, yeah, we recorded episode. We recorded episode eight last week. Yeah, uh, Tuesday last yet? week. I have not because we got to okay, film so this episode. Is we got to record episode seven first. So the thing about episode seven and like it's in the kind of the group stages of the World Cup. You guys been watching the World Cup? Yes. Very little. Why? I hate soccer. Why? It just doesn't. I don't know. It's American. It's the very well. It, I don't like 
soccer for the same reason I don't really like hockey. There's not a lot of scoring. There's not a lot. And I know you would hate me for saying this, but I don't think there's a lot of action. Says the guy who loves watching golf. I, the golf, most boring sport on TV. Not aside from NASCAR, which isn't like, a sport. I hate NASCAR. NASCAR is a sport. No, it's not. Oh, I hate NASCAR way more than I hate hockey or soccer. Right. I like NASCAR. I hate NASCAR. I like but golf, NASCAR. golf is different. Like, golf is a it's game. It's great to nap to. I'll give you that. Right. You son of a gun. <laughs> oh, here we go. <laughs> what? Make me mad. Golf is golf. fun to play. Wait, let's, let's go, let's go really back. boring to watch. It's let's, way better than highlights. Just like, like baseball. I love watching golf. Let's, let's go, go back. back. World Cup. Bring it back. Okay. World Cup's awesome. It's the only so, time I watch soccer. Well, no, I mean, no. I mean, I watch like Euro Cup sometimes, like the Euro Cup final, but I don't watch club soccer at all. No, but here's the thing: because there's no national pride. This. Sorry. Yeah, national pride makes anything so much better. It's like why the Olympics are so mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah, you don't watch freaking curling yeah. national finals, but you will in the Olympics. It's like U.S. But Louisville is supposedly getting an MLS. They team. are. Getting, they are getting an MLS team. They're going to play in Slugger Field the first season. Now what do you think about soccer, Jay? It's kind of interesting. Ah, now that you have somebody to root for other than USA. Shout out to the Louisville City Football Club. That's a terrible name because yeah, no one ever it's has not referred like to I really follow it. LCFC. No, I'll, I'll go to them. It'll be awesome. Yeah, we're going to go to a game would, for sure. I would go to it just for the experience of it. That, that's like what I've said. I'd go to like a hockey game or something else just for the experience. See, this World Cup has been awesome. Yeah. Especially for Americans because there have been – I mean, I I first appreciated soccer, I'd say between... Well, I watched a lot of 2010 World Cup, but I watched a lot of this World Cup so already. I didn't watch any 2010 World Cup. I watched a little I bit. Watched. I watched the uh, Landon Donovan goal that was the last... third minute. Yeah. yeah. That was amazing. I was screaming. Um, but World Cup's really fun, and I, I think this World Cup has been awesome. It's been way better than 2010 because there's only been one draw... And up until, like, well, uh, the last I saw, there's only been one draw. And up until a couple days ago, there hadn't been any draws. And the U.S. versus Ghana, Ghana was one of the best soccer ma- or soccer matches I've ever seen. And the U.S. was in it. And hopefully, maybe some Americans will be like, holy crap, that was awesome. See, that's, that's- it's boring in the middle, but it was awesome in the very beginning and the very end. Yeah, which is, I mean, that's when you want it to be good. Right, yeah. But I think... Now, and I actually tweeted this the other day, I wanted to see what the rate, like, the, as far as viewership, what the ratings were for the game. More people watched the U.S. versus Ghana game of the World Cup than they did Game 5 of the NBA Finals. Doesn't surprise me. I don't blame them. U.S.-Ghana was a way better game. <laughs> but the Finals, I don't think that would normally be the I think this is the perfect scenario this year for the World Cup. Yeah. Nobody wanted to see Spurs Heat again, unless you're a Spurs fan or a Heat fan. Like that's just a boring matchup. Anytime you get the same same two teams from the last year, you, it's just not that fun. Yeah. Because you already know how they match up against each other, and the Spurs just look like a way better team. They really did through and through. They, and so if you watched, you know, most of it, you're just like, nah, I don't really care. Did you see the stat that uh, LeBron's Cavs that lost the finals did had a better performance than LeBron's Heat this did, year that won the final that lost the finals. So they got trounced. Yeah, and it's it's unless you're a fan of the team doing the trouncing, a trouncing is boring to watch usually because you want it to be as competitive as possible. And U.S. Ghana Ghana knocked us out both times. And we were like, this might be a heck of a match. Let's watch it because we know the uh, finals isn't going to be that much fun. So Ginobili had a heck of a dunk, though. Oh, my God. I watched Game 5. That was the only game of the finals I watched was Game 5. I love Kawhi Leonard, too. Oh, Kawhi Leonard. I tweeted that he's so much fun to watch. He's the future of that franchise, for sure. When Ginobili hit that dunk, I I yelled. I was like, oh! And it scared everybody. I love the tweets that were like, the best dunk by anyone with a bald spot ever. (laughs) I tweeted Manu Ginobili. Oh, man. Right. So clear. Did you ever look at the word of the day? I didn't. I'll look that up now. Uh, you can simmer on your next How question. Time we, we got about 15 minutes. Or we got about five minutes until so one more question, fire. then we'll go to rapid fire. Okay. Oh, I forgot what question was. <laughs> There's something to do with sports. Uh, uh, talk about golf. Maybe that'll lead you back to it. Holy crap. No, that's... That's a cool word. That's a cool word. All right. 
There's no way we're working that right. in. No. We can maybe work it in, but... Sorry, that was really... That sounded really weird, because I was really know. close to the mic. That's not going to work. No, I think we can do it. If we start talking about sports, we can fit that in. I, I can think of one person in golf, golf right now that fits that. Who? Think about it real hard. I don't know the answer. To the second definition of that word. Yeah. Wait. Are we thinking of the sort same of. person? Phil Mickelson? Yeah. yeah. He was cleared of all charges. Was he? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, he was. Good for him. Now I can, go back. I, very happy. Now I can go back to having whatever that vague sickness he had. <laughs> And that's in the commercial. Oh, like, whatever the it, it's some rheumatoid sort of, arthritis or yeah, something stupid. Sorry to all the people who have RA. <laughs> yeah, that was your stupid this. disease. <laughs> <laughs> it, I'm, it's pretty painful, I'm sure. I'm laughing. You get rheumatoid arthritis, <laughs> man. I'll be like, man, my bones, my fingers hurt. It's not like your joints. bones. It's you. I think it's your joints. I don't think it's your muscles. Think, it could, I don't know what it is. It's one of those. It's rheumatoid. Uh, yeah, bones is osteoporosis. For women in menopause. Anyway. What? You can, men can get osteoporosis. Can they really? Yeah. What? It's just a bone. It's, hold on. Oh, it's bone density. Bone saw McGraw. <laughs> bone saw McGraw. Played by Randy Savage. Oh, yeah. You ain't going nowhere. nowhere. <laughs> can men get osteoporosis? We brought it right back around to superhero movies. Yeah, we brought that all the way from rheumatoid arthritis <laughs> to bone saw McGraw. Oh, I might be right. Now just just keep talking. Now, uh, oh, I might be right. Hold on, I might be right. Secondary, okay. Menopause osteoporosis is referred to as primary type one or postmenopausal osteoporosis. Osteoporosis is a word. Uh. Secondary osteoporosis may arise at any age and affect men and women equally, and there's also primary type 2 osteoporosis or senile osteoporosis. What? I can't say that word. (laughs) Osteoporosis uh, occurs after age 75 and is seen in both females and males at a ratio of 2 to 1. So So it's more common in women, but it can happen in men. Sort of like breast cancer. Osteoporosis is in women. Yeah, sort of like breast cancer. Yeah. That's the that's the first time anyone has gone yeah right after breast cancer. <laughs> no, <I'm sorry. laughs> breast cancer. Yeah. <laughs> Are we ready for red fire? Hey, let's do it. Okay. On well, no, that won't work because Jay hasn't played it. Did we ever talk about Watchdogs? Watchdogs. We gave, like our like because I hadn't played it before. We can talk about it now that you've played it. Okay, now that I've played it. Rating scale one ten first. Mm, seven and a half. No, I'm going more like eight point five. Eight point two. All right, we're about. I'm a little more critical. Reasons. Uh, I have no draw to the story at all. I don't either. He's such a bland protagonist. Aiden is like one of the blandest protagonists ever. Um, or at least from my experiences, yeah. I have way more fun doing the stupid side crap than I do the actual missions. And it's not the combat. I like the combat and like the gang stuff, but the combat's really fun. But I don't know. See, like Aiden's I, just. I'm just yeah. not attached to Aiden. See, at like all. I've never really had a problem with a protagonist being like Aiden because he's mm-hmm. so a character like that needs to be, you know, kind of emotionless to be to be able to do what he does. Yeah, he's, I mean, he's maybe. a very prototypical you could action be hero type guy. You could be stern and still be interesting. Yeah, like he is just bland. I wouldn't necessarily say emotionless is but the, I, but I, I see the reason that I don't like, like that he can be like that and be and that persona fits the story, so it doesn't. Bother I mean, me. yeah. So it doesn't bother me as much as it bothers you all. But the persona fits the story more than they made a character and wanted to tell him a story, tell a story about him, True. and that bothers me. My problem with it, as far as the character goes, is that he's all about you know protecting his family and all that crap, and then you can hit somebody with a car and it's not a big deal. Yeah, <laughs> you get a little karma point. Yeah, just, oh, my bad, you hit somebody that wasn't important. That's the problem with these kind of open world GTA, Saints Row. Saints Row does it the best the out of GTA any of those series. GTA doesn't have, like, N- morals. Yeah. You do whatever you want in GTA. Well, yeah, but, I mean, GTA tried to at least show you characters. I think Saints Row handles the genre the best as far as characters go because, okay, Watch Dogs, like you said, he's trying to be compassionate about his family and then just murders random people yeah. and murders cops and... 
Like, and that's the problem with trying to fit a stern character. Like, you almost have to be silly to be in an open world game just because that, like, that verifies your actions. That's just why I love Saints Row. You can be, you don't feel bad about killing people in Saints Row because it's such just a wacky universe. Well, I, I tend to disagree because you don't, you, that's the point. You're made to avoid trying to, you're not, you're trying to avoid taking your car onto the sidewalk and just running over a bunch of people. And you're supposed to shoot cops in the knees because that affects your reputation less. It doesn't kill them. Do you really worry about reputation in that game, though? I a don't. little bit. Like, I feel no, there's no trophy for it. There, that's the one thing. I wish there was some, there's some sort of reward or something. See, I think you should just left it out. Yeah. There yeah. was no point. Yeah, the, yeah the, the introduction of a karmic system makes no sense in that for game. For that game. No. Infamous totally makes sense because it paves your story. Yeah. But, like, I do not... Like, there's no trophy for it, so I don't care if people love me or hate me. I'm, it's a video game. I'm just going to have fun with it. And that's probably going to be running some people over because that's what you do in open-world games. Also, if you don't want people to run people over, tighten up your freaking vehicle. No, no I think the vehicles are great. I mean, the driving is so, like... I love arcade driving, and it's almost too, like, slippery to me. It is a little bit, but uh, to the point... But so is GTA. To the Saints Row has the best driving in those uh, games, too. Where... For sure. There's a trophy where you have to escape... A level five police. Game, I did that on the I first one. The, I just did it yesterday, and because uh, I actually hit too many people, I was trying to get away from the other cop. And it <laughs> went up, and I to do this, I went to like the Navy Pier in Chicago, took out an AK forty-seven, mowed down as many people as possible, and just stopped them from calling the cops and let it build up. And then, because at that point, I was like, I, be, I had beaten the story, so I was like, no longer does my karma mean anything. It didn't but mean then in retrospect, I was like. Yeah, it didn't really mean anything at all. And to another point that I want to make, one of the things I don't like about the game, there's too much going on in your HUD. Yeah. So, like, you get the karmic thing up here, then you've got, like, if you hit the app while you're driving on accident, you're going to wreck. Yeah. Right. Or, like, your weapons, and you've got the gun menu, and uh, there's just too much going on. Yeah, there is a lot of... It's really complicated. I mean, the game is fun. It does sound like we're just... Uh, that's what, I mean, it's still an 8. Well, yeah, I still gave it like an 8.5. Like, I really like it. I think it's a good game. I don't think it's great. I'd call it a great game, but not a really great game. <laughs> it's, a, it's a good game. I mean, there are better games this year. The, like, that are going to come out or have come out? That Both. Okay. I think Infamous was better I than Watch Dogs. I Infamous is better. I think not South Park was better than Watch Dogs. South Park's fun. I need to finish it. I can never get my save on Steam. That's a very long rapid fire. There's no cloud save. Yeah, that was a very long rapid fire. Well, I mean, if a rapid fire turns into something, yeah. yeah. it's okay. So, Tanner and I have been playing UFC. It's UFC is kind of like emerging as a new like video game franchise because I mean it makes sense with a video game you can have a fighting game, yeah, and, uh, sport. So you got FIFA, NBA, MLB, UFC, hockey. And well, Sun, PGA. And, yeah, and golf. So, are there going to, like, name another sport that could be a video game? Lacrosse. <laughs> I could see that. But, I mean, not Wait, are, is that the question? Yeah. Oh, I thought you were going to, like, branch off of that. Oh, uh. Name another sport. Dude, like a dodgeball game. No. <laughs> that, was a, that was a lot of dead air for that. We didn't stop. I bet someone just checked and said, like, is it over? Yeah. Uh, Hala. <laughs> would make, no, wait. Tennis. There's never been a great tennis game. That's a good, that's, yeah, that was that's my a good point. Like, there's been the top spin games, but they're hard. Yeah. And, and then there's not like fun. The Wii Sports stuff. But it's, See, I think you could. Those like, are almost more fun than top spin, though. Yeah. Like, as far as making a character and like, doing a career and stuff, I mean, tennis would work. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. That's a good point. I guess bowling would be the next contender. Yeah, yeah I mean, honestly, it's yeah. probably the. But outside of something like a Wii Controller Motion, I think a bowling game would be terrible. Oh, yeah. It would be awful. Yeah. If you weren't doing some kind of motion. There was a great PC game I played when I was a kid called Rocket Bowl. And it was more like, you know, like the silly putt-putt games they have? Yeah. And you just got to control the ball. And it's like it was like that, but for bowling. So it was outside, and you had to, like, jump sharks. And it was awesome. I, I loved that game. game too. Other, like, as far as popularity goes in America, it would be that great. Rugby. Yeah. I thought about rugby, too. You could do rugby. I bet there's a rugby game somewhere. Yeah. Probably. Or maybe a cricket game. Or cricket. Ah, cricket's kind of weird. Oh. Cricket coming exclusively to India. On PS2. 
<laughs> this fall. Do they still make these? I don't think they make them anymore. I think they stopped. Uh, in the era. Like two years ago, probably. I'm just now learning about it. What? To stop making PS2. Oh, yeah. yeah. RIP PS2. RIP. RIP PS2. Acronyms. Yeah. I got a lot of them. Okay, that's actually a good... We can do it, make a rapid fire of that. All right. Like, as far as making text lingo mm-hmm. and acronyms, mm-hmm. like, people do that for everything now. Yeah. Like, my mom texts me. She'll just make up, like, text lingo. I'm like... Like, you're supposed to know it. Yeah, like, oh... She's like, oh, yeah, that's a common one, right? I'm like, no, I have never seen that before in my life. Right. For me, it probably started, like, in high school, probably sophomore year, when I actually had to start writing papers all the time. I stopped using it all together. Yeah, Yeah, I don't use it. I never really have been big on lingo. Hey, you you mean at red lights? Yeah, red lights. (laughs) I'm lame and actually do that. LOL is, like, the only thing I'll throw in. I used to do ha-ha. I don't know why. I think ha-ha feels more genuine. I mean, I do LOL every now and then. What's your favorite text lingo? Just like acronym was? Yeah. Uh, probably LMAO, maybe? Or OMW. OMW is the most useful one out yeah. of all of them. I would contend that with anybody. Yeah. Because it's just, I just got in the car, I'm going to text you before I leave. OMW. Yeah. That one, I use a lot. I can see that. I use it all. I hate on iPhones where it connect, where it corrects it to on my way exclamation point. Like who's like on my way? I'm coming. Yeah. On my way. Like, my thing about LOL is that it's people use it when it's not necessary. Lol. Yeah, they'll be like <laughs> like I'm heading your way. LOL. <laughs> yeah, well, what's just, funny about that? Like, what's funny about coming over here? Like, are you coming? It's like I'm, I'm going to meet you at the restaurant. Okay. LOL. I have cancer, lol. <laughs> Breast the, cancer. I have osteoporosis. Yeah. What he did. Yeah. Man, this has been references on top of references. <laughs> oh yeah. Racks on racks on racks. Fifty-two. Yeah, we got about one more rapid fire, and then we'll wrap it up. One more rapid fire. <laughs> rapid, and then rapid. I'm actually out of rapid fire. All right, I guess we'll wrap it up here. Uh, this has been preferences and references. Uh, thank you for listening. I don't know why I said it like a mong, but. Uh, the best place to I'll put on Twitter and Facebook hopefully every Tuesday Thursday and Saturday just depends on when we record uh, you'll get it eventually most people are behind anyway so it's no big deal um, if you want to get it first go to prefandref.blogspot.com that's p-r-e-f-a-n-d-r-e-f.blogspot.com uh, they're posted there first and then I'll link them through Facebook and Twitter shortly thereafter but that's the best place to check first if you're just curious if there's a new episode up anybody got a reference? We gotta make a James Bond reference. This episode double seven. Okay. How do you like your podcast? Shaking, not stirred. Thanks for listening, everyone. Bye.